Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Beginning July 1st, each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu nurses. Real Presence Radio is now on Amazon devices. To listen to your station, just ask Alexa to enable the Real Presence Radio skill and let her know which station you'd like to listen to, by major city, like Sioux Falls, Fargo, or Rochester, or by signal, like FM 104.1 or FM 89.9. You can also visit the Alexa Skills Marketplace and search for Real Presence Radio. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on your Amazon devices. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Beginning next week, we'll bring you Real Presence Live five days a week with new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Prayerfully Yours, where our priests will offer prayers for your specific intentions, and Inspired, Sharing Your Journey, where we'll hear the beautiful stories of faith from listeners like you. It's Real Presence Live five days a week from 9 to 11 Central, beginning Monday, July 1st. Be sure to tune in for these great features and more. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning once again. Welcome to Real Presence Radio. Father Andy, or, uh, Father, uh, Andy Shaw and I are having a great time here and we almost forgot to come in. <laughs> we did. We're, we're having such a wonderful... Talking about life. We're having such a great conversation. Catching so. up and seeing each other. Thank you all for being with us. Uh, once again, I'm Andy Shaw along with Father Michael Malloy. Um, we're, we're having a blast this morning coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Rapid City. And we have another gift to share with you. Yes, we do. RPR, Real Presence Radio, is partnering with the Mustard Seed uh, in Sioux Falls on South Grange and here in Rapid City on St. Joseph Street to offer a really fun deal today through Saturday. And through RPR, here's the deal. You can spend 50 bucks here and you get a $10 gift certificate. Or if you spend $100, you get a $25 gift certificate to give away or use on your next purchase. Uh, a lot of, you know... A lot of neat things you can do with that. So if you'd like to stop down and visit, RPR is glad to help offer this opportunity. And as you partake in this, please do let each store know uh, that you heard it on Real Presence Radio. Wonderful. <clears throat> We're joined this morning now by our next guest, Sister um, Idel Bott. Um, Sister, thank you this morning for being with us. 
Well, thank you for having me. Well, it's wonderful to, to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself to begin with? Uh, yes, I am a Benedictine sister with Annunciation Monastery in Bismarck, North Dakota. I work for the Church of Corpus Christi here in Bismarck, and I do grief ministry, so I help people plan funerals and wakes and help them through the process. Wonderful. That's a very important ministry. There's no question about that. Um, so, Sister, um, how did you find God's calling for you in terms of religious life? How did that transpire for you? Um, probably about 15 years ago, I moved back to Sydney, Montana, and I worked in public health. And about 90% of the people that I worked with at the health department were very joyful young Catholics. <laughs> and at the same time, um, I, I have a degree in waste from Dickinson State University and also a degree in social work. And my friend, who I'd gone to school with at DSU, had been chosen to be the DRE and music person of the Catholic Church there. And when she found out that I had moved back, she started putting me on the cantor rotation. And then I found myself teaching CCD classes. And I just became more involved with the church. And I met two Benedictine sisters who were working there. And that's kind of how I decided religious life maybe would be for me. Um, just getting to know other sisters that were happy and fun and joyful, and I wanted to be just like that. So I started taking spiritual direction classes from one of them hmm. and making a list of why I should and why I shouldn't. It just <laughs> marriage, I mean, I never seemed like that was something that I was called to. Um, but the more I started thinking about religious life, I'm like, yeah, that's, and no matter how hard I tried to say no, it just always came back to yes. <laughs> you know, you hear that a lot on stories like this. Um, sister, this is Andy. Thank you so much for, for sharing your story with us. And, and um, sure. you know, it, it, you just brought up um, years ago, I was at a, a National Catholic Education Association annual meeting um, in San Diego. And it was beautiful, of course. And at the airport on the way back, I met a Benedictine sister. She was just standing there. And I just went up to say, I just had this incredible experience at this conference. Were you there? And she she put me on fire for the Lord just with her <laughs> answer. Uh, and, and I can hear this fire with you, too, still uh, to this day from, from the experience. And then we have a little note here that says you have a love of service for the elderly. Oh, yes. Every professional job I've had has centered around elderly people. I just, I don't know. You know, the more I think about it and the more um, work, I, especially in the funeral ministry that I do, mm-hmm. no matter what the person is like, I particularly like working with people with dementia. What the, so like the last thing that they forget, they still can say the Our Father. They still can sing Jesus mm-hmm. Loves Me. And I'm like, that means something. If everything else is gone and God is still the most important thing, I think that's why I'm so drawn to elderly people. They're just a little closer to God than the rest of us, I think. Yeah, perhaps they, they get all of the <clears throat> the junk of life out of the way and their life becomes simpler in some ways. Um, yeah, we could learn a lot from that. Yeah. Sister, um, you made your final profession on June 22nd, so that was just a couple of days ago. Um, yes. Uh, 
tell us a little bit about that profession and um, and about um, you know has that added a layer or dimension to your ministry and your life um, having you know finally said this is my choice for life you know you do feel different having gone through it, it it's been seven years of a process to finally get to that point and just what was really special about that day is laying under the funeral pall and just like dying to your former way of life and knowing that you're not going to be asked anymore if this is what you want to do. It's that total commitment. And I understand now like for marriage, what that means to people when they take that, that step to, and mm-hmm. make that commitment. It just, yeah, everything, I don't know. It's, we talked about that fire that you feel. It's like that all over again from when I decided that this is really what I wanted to do and made that commitment. And now I'm just super excited again to do this. <laughs> you know, sister, I just um, was, I, I basically received the profession of a sister here at uh, St. Martin Monastery in Rapid City. And I had never mm-hmm. seen, you just des- described it, the, the um, part of the vows where you lay underneath a pall. Tell us what that is. So people are wondering, like, what is she talking about? Sure. What part of the part of the service that includes that? So it's during the litany of saints that are read, and we actually have not done it at our monastery for over fifty years. Um, it was something that meant a lot to me, and I asked for that to be brought back. Um, so during the reading of the litany of the saints. I, when I prostrate before the cross, as I go down, they put the funeral pall over me, and I lay under that while the... And the funeral pall is what, for those who might not know? Oh, sure. Um, So during a funeral, um, you lay the pall over the casket. Um, So for us, when we do it for a profession, it's symbolizing you're dying to self, and you're being baptized into Christ. So um, it's just, it's symbolic of dying to your former way. And then when the litany is done, as you stand up, it's lifted and the veil comes off of you. So um, So a true conversion of the heart. Yep. True. Correct. Yeah. And the, and the, the Paul you're talking about is a large white cloth. um, Correct. That, um, that is laid over you. Um, it's a it's a wonderful symbol, and I, and I agree that it's that, that uh, as I witnessed this, uh, the the sister that was there that made her final profession, it was like she's dying, she's dying to mm-hmm. herself, she's dying to, um, you know, all the allures and attractions of the world, and then she rises this new daughter, you know, this new bride of Christ. It was it was a beautiful um, gesture. So I'm I'm glad that you you brought that back. I I, I encourage your community to do that. For those of us who participate from the outside, it's, yeah. it's really wonderful to watch. So, Yeah, I heard so many positive comments about that, so I'm really glad that they let me do that. And I, I do believe it's going to be brought back for the people coming up. We're really glad everybody's with us right now on Real Presence Live. I'm Andy Shaw along with Father Michael Malloy. We're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Rapid City, downtown on St. Joseph Street. And we're blessed to be joined. Um, Sister Idel Bot is with us. And uh, Sister, what a great what a great story you're painting for us. And visually, you know, I can see it. I can feel yeah. it. Um, I can hear the, the love and the joy in your voice. Um, you know, and... and 
I can't imagine all the thoughts that were going into your mind, you know, just five days ago, six days ago. And, and, and then now to hear your happiness is, I think, I'm assuming is something that you're like, yep, this is worth it. Totally worth it. I just, I can't tell you how happy I am. Yeah. See, and, and that's that's a great gift that 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 joy, and I see that a lot with with uh, sisters these days, especially the the ones who are coming into community life now. Mm-hmm. There, there's just a genuine a choice that they're making. So, sister, how did you end up? Um, you know, you began this journey. You said seven years ago. Um, you know, entering the community, and um, how did you end up doing the ministry you're doing right now at Christ the King Church in uh, Bismarck? How did that transpire? Well, actually, it's Corpus Christi. Oh, excuse and, me, Corpus um, Christi, yes. It's, this is kind of interesting. So um, in order to make final profession, we have to go to a month-long retreat, and I did that last summer, and I had just graduated with a social work degree, and I hadn't gotten a job yet because I knew I had to go for this month-long retreat. So the final week of our ret- um, month-long retreat is a silent retreat. And you just meet with the, your director in the morning, and she gives you an assignment. And the very first day, it was, I either want you to write a song, because she knew I was musical, or to draw a picture of what you see God wanting you to do. So I grabbed some colored pencils and some paper, and I went on the side of the mountain in their um, graves, graveyard, and I started drawing. And it was me sitting on the hospital bed of an elderly woman holding her hand, and my hand was reaching up, and God's hand was coming out, like helping me to be with this woman. And I got back to my room, and my prioress had called and said that Father Paul had called and asked if I would be interested in this ministry. I had literally just drawn the job I was going to be offered. Wow. And it has the best thing ever. <laughs> I cannot, <laughs> like, a lot of people would not be called to this, but I just, yeah, I love working with people and helping them through the hardest time in their life. Yeah, for sure. So you meet with families um, when when a de- when someone is dying as well as in planning the funeral. Correct. And I also um, meet with people as they are going through the process of dying. Like the goal is to help people before they get to that part to make sure that they're ready. So it's kind of hospice in a way. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then do aftercare with the family as well. Boy, that that's a, not only is what you, as you describe it is beautiful, uh, sister. But what what an important ministry to give to um, people because you know I think I think a lot of us shy away from that. Someone's mm-hmm. dying. If someone says you know I have cancer, we all want to change the subject. You know, we right. all want to. Um, and when we hear someone's dying, I you know we hear a lot of times people saying I don't want to. I don't want to be with them. I want to remember them the way they were. I don't want to mm-hmm. see their body. You know, those kinds of comments that we all say, I'm, I'm basically afraid of this reality. And here you are just uh, stepping right into the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just offering that, that gift. Um, how, do you, how do you find the people responding to what you do? You know, um, they're more receptive than I would have thought. But I think that's because I don't, you know, shy away from people when they want to talk about it. And the other thing is, it's a gift to not have prior relationships with them. So I don't know family dynamics. I don't know what the person was like before. I can take them where they're at right now and work with them and help them through. I have no past history with them. 
good or bad. It's just where they're at right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, again, what a, what a, an amazing gift to be able to give somebody. Um, because, you know, when, when push comes to shove at that hour, at that moment when we are, are all facing our maker in, in a very real way, um, to have someone there, as you said, holding our hand and reaching out to the Lord must provide a huge comfort and support for people. So um, that's, yes. that's a great ministry. Sister, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it very much. Thank you, sister. Thank you for talking to me. Yeah. You bet. Have a good day. Come, Coming up next, it's time to, for a 10-minute tour around the area and local areas. Later on the show, uh, the Week of Religious Freedom is upon us. We will hear from Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Anona, Rochester, who's been on show with us before. Mm-hmm. So we encourage you to stay tuned. We have much more coming in this wonderful Real Presence Live. Take care. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Beginning next week, Real Presence Live will be coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, Father Randall Kazel, and Father Brian Cuiava. From brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, St. Philip's Church in Bemidji, and Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear the positive and inspirational stories five days a week from 9 to 11 Central, beginning July 1st. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Beginning next week, we'll bring you Real Presence Live five days a week with new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. And Heart of Your Legacy, where as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy. It's Real Presence Live five days a week from 9 to 11 Central, beginning Monday, July 1st. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Well, good morning once again. We are coming to you from Rapid City, South Dakota. This is Father Mike Malloy. I'm here with Andy Shaw, and we're in the midst of the wonderful Mustard Seed Bookstore in Rapid City, South Dakota. They also have a a location in uh, Sioux Falls. 
and uh, it's a great place to be. It's a great place to be um, uh, hosting from, and it it's is. great to be with you. Well, thank you, Father. It's always great being with you, and uh, and I'm excited um, to be here. I, I, as I've always said, I just love this story. You feel great. It's almost like going to adoration. You know, you just almost. feel almost, <laughs> almost, but you feel great. Yeah, you do. There's you a, do. It's, it's a very positive. Ooh, what is that noise? You know what that is? That it's me- time for the 10-minute tour around the area. What's going on? We're going to start today by talking to Judy. Judy, are, are you on the line, and what can you share with us? This is Judy, and yes, I am on the line, Father and Andy. Hi, Hi Judy. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm from the Diocese of Fargo, and I'm taking a group of pilgrimages on a trip to the Saints and Sanctuaries tour of Catholic France. Our tour is October 10th through the 20th of 2019. The trip starts in Paris, visiting the shrine of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal and viewing the incorrupt body of St. Catherine a la Barrette. While in Paris, we will see the body of St. Vincent de Paul and go to the usual Parisian landmarks and take a river cruise down the River Seine. After Paris, our stops include St. Therese of Lazur, Joan of Arc, and the chapel where Margaret Mary Aliquot was instructed by Jesus to start the first Friday devotional. We will be at St. Mary Margaret Aliquot's chapel on her feast day. How cool is that? Yeah. And then our pilgrimage ends in the Shrine of Our Lady of Lourdes, the Mass of the Grotto, and viewing the incorrupt body of St. Bernadette. Daily Mass is included. And for more information, if you would give me a call at 701-205-9318. The number, 701-205-9318. I think that anybody who would be able to come to this trip will get a lot out of it. And I've got a spot for about 12 more people. Sounds great, Judy. Appreciate that very much. Uh, It really does sound like a wonderful trip. Um, well worth the effort and time. So thanks for being with us, Judy. We appreciate that very much. Thanks, we'll, Judy. We'll, you Thank bet. you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah, we'll that look forward like to that trip. Yeah, that's really a, a That a number blessing. again, 701-205-9318. So we're going to go from the Diocese of Crookston now. We're going to head to Gillette, Wyoming. St. John Paul II and Gillette will be hosting a golf tournament on Friday, July 19th at the Bell Knob Golf Course in Gillette. It's a really cool course, by the way. Registration is at 7 a.m. with a shotgun start, which begins at 8 o'clock. It'll be a four-person best ball scramble with each team paying $600, which includes a cart, lunch, and a bunch of flag prizes there. The tournament is limited to 36 teams, and 100% of the net proceeds go toward the general operating expenses for the school. For more information, you can call 307-686-4114, 307-686-4114. Again, that's the same... John Paul II and Gillette will be hosting golf tournament on Friday, July 19th at the Bell Knob Golf Course in Gillette. 7 a.m. shotgun start. And the KC's of Dickinson, North Dakota would like you to roll up your sleeves and give to the gift of life. The Knights of Columbus Council 6308 at St. Joseph's in Dickinson is sponsoring a blood drive on Wednesday, July 10th from 11.30 until 5.30 at the West River Community Center great thing to do to give blood Uh, to sign up you visit bloodhero.com so b-l-o-o-d-h-e-r-o.com if you'd like to be a part of the blood drive and give life to somebody else 
by giving from yourself in a way that's actually pretty easy. Mm -hmm. You just sort of sit there and let them uh, take the blood out of you, and it doesn't hurt you a bit. You get a cookie probably. Not as good as the cookies we got here. No, but you you get a cookie. and that out there. Something to eat. And it's a wonderful opportunity. Again, it's at at, uh, St. Joseph's in Dickens in North Dakota from 1130 to 530 on Wednesday, July 10th. Everyone is welcome to come and help give that gift of life. The website to sign up is bloodhero, all one word, bloodhero.com. Looking forward to that. Great opportunity there. You bet. All right. We appreciate that. Now we're going to head to speak with Matt. Matt, good morning. This is Pat Wilkin for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and we want to highlight the fact that Deacon Matt Wagner is going to be ordained to the priesthood for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, through the invocation of the Holy Spirit by His Excellency Most Reverend John M. Quinn, as well as the imposition of the bishop's hands. Uh, it's tomorrow on Friday, June 28th, at the, uh, it's going to be the Solemnity of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus. This will be at 2 p.m., at the Cathedral of the Sacred Heart in Winona, Minnesota here, uh, and the address is 360 Main Street. Also, if you're unable to make it to the actual ordination tomorrow, um, but you'd still like to try to celebrate with the newly ordained Father Wagner, he's going to be having his first Mass, Mass of Thanksgiving, at the Chapel of St. Mary of the Angels, just across town here, in Winona, and that's 1175 West Wabashaw Street in Winona for the Mass of Thanksgiving. And uh, so uh, we're just really pleased to be welcoming a new priest into the Diocese of Winona, Rochester here. I know Deacon Wagner personally, he's a man of integrity, a real gentleman, and uh, he's going to make a great priest. Exciting time going on. You bet. Absolutely. It's always a joy. It's always absolutely a joy to ordain a priest. Um, for any diocese, so we'll we'll uh, pray for for uh, Deacon Matt Wagner Wagner as he makes that choice. Yeah, so that's happening tomorrow. That's exciting. That's tomorrow, 2 p.m. at the Cathedral of, of the Sacred Heart in Winona, Minnesota. Um, thanks, uh, Matt, for being with us, and thanks for sharing that good news. We hope everybody can come. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you uh, in Winona this weekend. <laughs> All right, <laughs> thanks, Matt. Take care. Thank you. you bet. And we have, um, we're going from Winona all the way up to Grand Forks, North Dakota. Are you looking for a way to grow in your faith and your femininity? I wouldn't be, but I'm sure that there are other people who are. Mm -hmm. Um, We are invited to join all the ladies who are interested in in answering that question in the affirmative to a monthly gathering meant to help us in this way. The Magnificat Morning is held on the first Saturday of each month at St. Anne's Living Center in Grand Forks. The morning includes rosary, music, mass, a short talk, small group discussions, sharing, and prayer. Wonderful opportunity. Uh, For more information, you can contact Sister Christina at 701-746-9401. Again, that number is 701-746-9401. Beautiful opportunity for ladies out there at St. Anne's Living Center in Grand Forks, North Dakota. So look forward to um, seeing all of you uh, or having all of you make that call. Be a wonderful opportunity. 701-746-9401. Sister Christina will be there to help you um, answer your questions and hopefully join that group. And from Grand Forks, Father, here's something you can do, though. We're going to head back to Rapid City because you are invited, all of you listening right now, to celebrate 40 years of priesthood with Father Michael Malloy. 
It's coming up this Saturday. Father, you have to be there. So please be a part of that. We're celebrating 40 years of priesthood with Father Mike this Saturday, June 29th, at the Terra Sancta Retreat Center here in Rapid City. Mass will begin at 4 o'clock at the Holy Cross Chapel with the Light Supper to follow in the Retreat Center. There will also be reflections coming up on the, on the priesthood with songs at 7 o'clock in the chapel. It's going to be a great celebration for you, Father, and we ask that each and every one of you please be there and spread the word so we can help make this a special, special time for Father Mike on your beautiful ministry. 40 years, Father. Thank you, and I really do sincerely want people to come and celebrate. It's been a great journey. Thanks for all that you've done. That's the end of our, um, uh, uh, what do we call this Ten-minute tour. Ten-minute tour. Gosh, I can't. I got all flustered because you threw me a, threw I, a curve at yeah, me. Yeah, we yes. all did that. Um, <laughs> 40 years, Father. Yes. So coming up next, Bishop John <laughs> Quinn will share his reflections on Religious Freedom Week. And later, Susan Safford from the Diocese of Rapid City will help us find ways to spread the gospel um, Real Presence Radio continues um, up to the top of the hour. We're looking forward to having you with us, so please stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Beginning July 1st, each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Beginning next week, we'll bring you Real Presence Live five days a week with new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Prayerfully Yours, where our priests will offer prayers for your specific intentions, and Inspired, Sharing Your Journey, where we'll hear the beautiful stories of faith from listeners like you. It's Real Presence Live five days a week from 9 to 11 Central, beginning Monday, July 1st. Be sure to tune in for these great features and more. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. 
good morning once again. Here we are from Rapid City. We're rapidly finishing up our two hours. Yeah. We've only got a half hour left, but we have two really wonderful guests, so we know you want to hang in there and uh, listen to what we are um, all about here today on Real Presence Radio. Our first guest in this half hour is Bishop John Quinn, whom I had the privilege of uh, having supper with when we had the ordination here in our diocese. He was here and we sat at the same table. Uh, Bishop Quinn, are you with us this morning? I certainly am, and thank you again for inviting me to be on the radio with you. I always look forward to your questions and to be able to affirm that great mission that you have to spread the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ in our Catholic tradition. So I come with a grateful heart. Thank you, Bishop. Um, We're grateful also to have you with us. Um, We are in the midst of the Week of Religious Freedom. This began several years ago. Uh, The U.S. uh, Bishops' Conference promoted this. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about why this week is so important? Especially uh, in the United States, we are experiencing, as you know, um, a change in our culture, but also in how the government relates to uh, our to religion in general. In fact, I think we can say that with uh, when President Obama uh, was our president, there was a shift there from uh, freedom uh, of religion to freedom of worship. So. It was an encroachment. Uh, Our Constitution guarantees the free interaction of our practice, of course, of of our religion, but also to interact publicly and to be able to bring our points of view out into the public square. Well, especially in health care issues, that became restricted, at least an attempt to restrict it, and even taking the Little Sisters of the Poor all the way to the Supreme Court. So it was not just a idle threat, it was really worship. You can worship in your churches, do whatever you want in your churches, and as long as you minister only to the people in your churches, whereas we know as Catholics, we bring our love and our ministry to all people. So this week is dedicated to understanding the importance of that first and most precious gift, which is religious freedom. Um, Bishop, that's what you said was just really powerful. You know, uh, uh, when I was the pastor of the cathedral, they began this um, uh, honoring or celebrating this week. And um, what you just said, the distinction between re- freedom of worship, you know, religious worship, which is obviously important, but the deeper issue of religious freedom, the, the, the issue of being able to speak about and share our beliefs in the public arena is I think um, the crux of this week, would you agree that that's really what we're, what we're um, concerned about? Oh, it deeply is our ability to be able to not only bring uh, our religious values into the public square and to be able to uh, take positions here on moral issues, but also I would just say that the uh, uh, freedom for us to conduct the mission of our hospitals and colleges and universities, our Catholic charities, to be able to allow them to follow their Catholic mission and not impose secular standards on them. Bishop, I think a lot of times when we begin to talk about this, we hear people saying to us, you can't force your values on me or you can't, you know, that kind of thing. 
and I, I've never thought that a religious freedom is about forcing anyone to do anything, but it's about having the freedom to share what I believe. Um, That's right. I always look at it this way. It's, it's brought as an invitation. It is a way in which we invite people in our institutions to consider a different point of view than the secular view that is so prevalent in our culture. So we're not forcing it upon anyone. We're offering it. It's a way in which we manifest what we believe, but not to, again, force anyone, but to see it as enriching and so important as our culture, again, uh, changes uh, and continues to change. Our religious perspective is so important and it should be taken into consideration, especially by legislators, but also family members, uh, all of those in a culture who are being affected. Thank you for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. I am Andy Shaw along with Father Michael Malloy. We're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in downtown Rapid City, uh, and we're blessed to be joined once again uh, with Bishop John Quinn is with us. And Bishop, thanks. It's good to hear your voice as always. Uh, we're talking about the religious freedom. Uh, we're right in the middle of the week of religious freedom in the life of the church. And so how can we actively live it all out? And, you, you know, you talked about the world as it is today. Um, how do we stay so vigilant? I think that it's very important we stay vigilant that we keep our uh, elected officials aware uh, of our Catholic teachings. Uh, the uh, pro-life movement, has, as you can see, and so can I, we applaud that movement. It's a youth movement. Whenever I am part of a, uh, a day of pro-life activity, uh, you really see young people. You also see people my age, too. But the young people are very enthused about protecting life. We have to also, though, keep our elected officials aware of why we protect life. There's efforts in some of the state legislators, uh, legislators to bring about uh, a change uh, where even after a child who is aborted and uh, survives the abortion, that they still can take that life of that, that child. That's infanticide. And I think as Catholics, part of our religious freedom is to make known that that's unacceptable. That's murdering a child. Mm -hmm. And we need to speak up more. I think uh, there's always the forces in the culture to intimidate us or to bring up uh, aspects of our Catholic life that we do find uh, embarrassing and that we're, you know, trying to reform. But that should not stop us speaking about the morality, uh, the importance of life from, as we say, conception right to our last uh, breath before the Lord brings us home. Yeah, we are, you know, we're in the midst of the week of religious freedom, but what you're saying is we, we need to be strong enough. We need to make it a the, the year and the life of a religious freedom, not just a week. It is, because, you know, whenever it's like, uh, you know, at Thanksgiving, we're all very conscious of the poor and we do a lot of food drives, and those are wonderful things. But the poor are there, uh, you know, 365, huh? Mm -hmm. And I think what we're saying is religious freedom can't be confined to a week. That's a week for awareness, and, and also we celebrate some of the great saints who stood up for religious freedom. 
particularly, you know, St. Thomas More, St. John Fisher. And we really see the contribution that they made, but it was a sacrifice. And But it's a year-round uh, really important mission, and one we've got to interact with our legislators, I think, a little better. Uh, that's absolutely true. And, and, you know, I think we, we have a tendency in these kind of th- situations to focus on the moment in which we honor or respect or call to attention to something, and then the rest of the time we sort of let it slide. So um, what can we do going forward, you know, when we get through the re- the year, the week of religious freedom, what can we do going forward um, to continue to put forward the importance of defending religious freedom in our country, Bishop? Well, I think one of the best things to do uh, in for all of us is to have uh, a connection through our emails to our, our state representatives and to our uh, Congress uh, people and our senators so that we can, uh, with the touch of a button at our computers, and most people seem to have a computer these days, <laughs> yep. uh, to be able to let them know uh, you know, when there is legislation that really impacts uh, religious freedom. And uh, that's an easy thing to do. Most uh, state conferences, I know ours here in Minnesota, has an alert that we receive, and then we respond. Those emails count, and uh, people who are in elected office respond to those. Um, I think that's crucial. And, of course, the most important, we've got to pray. Yeah. Uh, we've got to beg the, uh, the Lord to uh, help us to convert hearts, um, not just around social service uh, projects and social justice issues, but to convert hearts to the preciousness of life. Bishop, we thank you very much for listening to us. We've just run out of time. I can hear the music in the background. But thank you very much for your thoughts and your concerns and your promotion of religious freedom. We appreciate that very much. Great. Always good to be with you. Thanks, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. Coming up, stay tuned to hear Susan Safford on The Splendor of Truth. That's our last segment tonight, today on Real Presence Live. We look forward to you being with us to listen to what Susan has to say. Engaging and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Beginning next week, we'll bring you Real Presence Live five days a week with new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. And Heart of Your Legacy, where as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy. It's Real Presence Live five days a week from 9 to 11 Central, beginning Monday, July 1st. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. 
Real Presence Radio is now on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on Google Assistant devices. Beginning next week, Real Presence Live will be coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, Father Randall Kazel, and Father Brian Cuiava, from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, St. Philip's Church in Bemidji, and Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear the positive and inspirational stories, five days a week from 9 to 11 Central, beginning July 1st. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. And a great Thursday morning to you all. Thank you for joining us. I'm Andy Shaw along with Father Michael Malloy, and we're, we're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Rapid City. And we have another gift to share with you. RPR is partnering with the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls on South Grange and here in Rapid City on St. Joseph Street to offer a really cool deal. Through RPR, you can spend $50 here and get a $10 gift certificate or spend $100 and get a $25 gift certificate to give away or use on your next purchase. So if you'd like to stop down and visit, RPR is glad to offer this opportunity today through Saturday. And we just appreciate it if you could just let each store know that you heard it right here on RPR. And it's been a busy morning so far. They opened yes. it a little bit early. People are coming in. We're hearing Great in the background fellowship. people are, are visiting and carrying on. And I love that. Um, yeah, part of what's fun about coming to the Mustard Seed is is the, the sense of community that you have been walking in you know yeah. that you're meeting people you know and um it's um great place to visit so well we're here this morning in the studio our little studio um with susan safford good morning susan good morning it's good to have you with us um on the air uh, this morning for our last segment before we um uh, andy and i say goodbye um can you tell us a little bit about yourselves yourself Yes, it's great to be here. I'm uh, originally from Nebraska, but I've been a South Dakota native for about 20 years now and uh, studied theology early in my life, went to Creighton University, University of Notre Dame, finished up a master's program at Franciscan University of Steubenville in Steubenville, Ohio, and then came to Spearfish, South Dakota, where I worked as a DRE at St. Joseph's Parish. So hello to all of you up in Spearfish. <laughs> and then I came to Rapid City, worked for the cathedral for a while, and eventually came to work for the vocations office, and now I'm in the faith formation office. Um, Such I mean, a cool journey. It, yeah. yeah, it's been a great ride. The Lord has really led me in unique ways and exciting ways. Um, most exciting is uh, the way he's led me in my vocation. And so I'm a consecrated virgin, consecrated in 2006. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the only one in the diocese, uh, but hopefully we'll have more someday. Someday. Well, it's good to have you with us. It's so great to be here. you're here to talk to us about Veritatis, the Veritatis Splendor Institute. So tell us a little bit, first of all, what does Veritatis Splendor mean and how did this institute come about? Veritatis Splendor means the splendor of truth, and it's named for uh, the encyclical by uh, Pope St. John Paul II uh, about the splendor of truth. And uh, the the institute came about uh, years ago. A, a number of priests came to me, and they had been talking about wanting some help to get the people who were doing faith formation in their parishes 
trained in different ways, formed in the spiritual life, and they didn't have the resources to do it, or they weren't at a parish long enough to really make those things happen um, in a in a way that was really helpful to the parish. So they came to me and said, hey, we know you have a degree in, in theology and catechetics, and we'd love to to have your help to um, to form something for, for catechists. Now, at the time, we were without a bishop, so there wasn't a lot we could do in the moment, but we did sit down and kind of draft out, what would this look like? Um, how would we do that? Mm-hmm. How would we form people in, not just in an education in the faith, but in the spiritual life, in human formation, in pastoral formation? What would that look like? And we, we made a draft, and we put it all together, and then when Bishop Gruce was named our bishop, we wrote a letter and um, we sent it to Bishop Gruce with uh, with our draft plan. Yeah. And um, at the time, I was working for the Office of Vocations. And so the bishop had a lot on his mind. He was just getting started here. Um, but within a year, he uh, his director of faith formation retired. And he came to me and asked if I would if I would apply for that position. And then when he offered it to me, the first thing he said to me was he pulled out that plan that we had sent him (laughs) and he said, I want you to do this. And he gave it to me. And I said, that is great. I'm very excited about, about this opportunity. And so we just, then we just started, we, we put it together and, and a lot of um, priests and lay people and, and folks in the diocese came together to, to make it happen. uh, This formation program now that we have in our diocese. So it sounds like it's a little bit broader than what the priests initially asked for. So how would you describe the mission of this institute as it exists today? Yes, it broadened a lot as we as we dug into it because we found there are a lot of people out, out there who aren't catechists in their parish necessarily, but they wanted to learn more about their faith and they wanted to understand more about the spiritual life and all of those kinds of things. And so it really opened up to, we, we opened it up to anyone and everyone who just wants to grow in their life of faith. And so we have people from now all walks. We have we have catechists, we have Catholic school teachers, but we also have people who work in, in music and liturgy in their parishes or who are just volunteers in their parish. And some people who aren't really involved in their parish in mm-hmm. a, in a, I should say they're involved in their parish, but not in a, a, min- a particular a ministry role, yes. or a role. And maybe they're homeschool parents or maybe they're just their parents who send their kids to school, but they want to be able to edu- So we have all of these kinds of people coming to us. It's a great melting pot. It, it really is a is. great melting pot. Mm-hmm. And, and you've been there, Andy, mm-hmm. so you've seen it. Um, one of the things that really amazed me as time went by is as we started having conversations with people who were a part of the VSI, uh, we do an exit interview at the end of their certification process, and they would come into this exit interview, and invariably, over and over again, they would say, you know, I came to learn more about my faith. I never expected to have a deeper relationship with Christ, to grow in my ability to have a conversation with Christ, to share in that faith. And um, one of the really, really unique ones was Josh Lee, who, who came to us and said something like that. He said, I just wanted to learn a little more about my faith. And now I, I've, I've learned how to pray. It's changed my whole life. I've had, it's had this impact on me. And eventually he went to seminary. Now he's a seminarian for our diocese. So it's an exciting, exciting impact that this, this program has had. You're listening to Real Presence Radio. I'm Father Mike Moy here with Andy Shaw, and we're talking just with Susan Safford about the Veritatis Splendor Institute, which she um, oversees and basically runs, I guess would be the way to describe it, in her uh, role as the uh, Director of Faith Formation for the Diocese of Rapid City. 
so Susan, what kind of certi- certifications do people need um, in order to get involved um, with this with this program? And what? Yeah, you don't really need anything actually to get involved. You <laughs> can well, d- well, anyone and everyone can come. Um, uh, we welcome people from all over the place, and and to serve as a catechist in the in your parish, um, you don't really. We don't have an official um, mandate for needing some sort of certification in order to do that. It's up to the individual pastor. But this is an opportunity to help to to learn more, to grow, to mm-hmm. be more effective in not just in catechesis but in evangelization. A lot of people come to us and say, I just wanted to be able to answer the questions my family is asking me about what Catholics believe, or, or people who aren't Catholic are challenging me. Mm-hmm. And so we get those folks, too, who, who really love it and really benefit from the class. So it really is open to anyone, open and you don't have to have any prerequisites, or you don't have to have a degree in this or that or the don't other thing. You don't need anything at all. Yeah. Just a desire to learn more to grow in the faith. And I think it, people's desires, just, they increase throughout each each session too and and because there are retreats there are different things that you put together to make this a great journey for them yes we have not we have classes on saturdays once a month um so that we can make it available to people who are coming from long distances and we have people coming from gregory and mclaughlin who come to the class they're coming for miles so we do it once a month on saturdays but then we also do have an annual retreat that everyone is a part of we have some retreat options so Mm -hmm. that they don't have to they can't make that weekend there's another one and then we have small formation groups that they're a part of so little faith sharing groups where they can really grow in their life of prayer and be able to share about their faith with other people who are in similar situations. And so this training lasts how long? I mean, is it a year, two years? Um, is it forever? <laughs> <laughs> There's two levels. We have a we have a basic level that takes one year. So that's the first step in the process. And that's just a one-year program. And then after you finish basic, you have the option to go on to two more years for the master program. So total three years um, if you decide to do all of it but again you can just do you can just do one year you can do all three uh, and then we do have people who are alumni now who are saying hey what's what do you got for us and yeah. so they're craving so more though they're craving more so we do have some alumni classes that happen periodically where people are just invited to come back for a little alumni session father you taught one of yes. our alumni sessions uh, that was really fantastic the group really 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 enjoyed that yeah, it was it was a, it was a great opportunity, and and it's nice to kind of be have an audience out there that that you can sense has some knowledge, and so they aren't, you know, they're they're really can engage. So it was it was a very interesting and worthwhile experience. So so I'm sitting here listening to Real Presence Radio this morning, and I've I've never heard of this Veritatis Institute, Veritatis Splendor Institute. And I want to know how I can get involved. What, how, what do I have to do, Susan? Well, you can find out a lot more information on our website, and that's veritatissplendorinstitute.com. You can go straight there, or you can get to it through the Rapid City Diocese website. That's rapidcitydiocese.org. And so you can find it that way as well. You can also call our offices and talk to myself or Dion Eastmosh, who works for the office. And, uh, and you can find our numbers also on the website. So you can give us a call or email us, and we'll send you information. At your local parish, too, here in the Diocese of Rapid City, you can talk to your pastor. And we have some informational brochures that uh, that are available, so you can just read more about it. On the website, there's all kinds of information about the, what the program's like. There's an online application form there, so you can just go straight there and fill out the form, and we'll get you signed up. Is there any cost involved? 
There is. The cost is $395 for the year, um, plus some, some books that you might have to pay for. Parishes are really great about supporting uh, their people mm-hmm. in coming to the program, so parishes often will help out. We also have some scholarship opportunities as well if, uh, if people can't afford it. We don't ever want money to be an obstacle to, right. to anyone attending right. the program, so we'll make it work for anyone and everyone. You bet. And if you're interested in that phone number, it's 605 716 5214, 605-716-5214, you'd be welcome to come. And even those of you who live in the edges of our diocese, like those who live over in Wyoming or down in Nebraska or maybe up in North Dakota, if you're willing to make the journey, um, you would be You're welcome. Very welcome. Yeah, yes. it, it wouldn't. You don't have to be a, a resident or a member of the diocese of Rapid City to be a part of this. If people are interested, so absolutely. Um, it's it's a, it's a great opportunity, and it has um, really expanded um, people's appreciation of our faith. And uh, you can you can sense it in at least I can in, in terms of visiting with people, and and they will make references to what they learned or what, how they've grown or whatever it is in, in the uh, Institute. So it's, it's been a great addition um, to our, our, to our diocese. So um, we're coming to the end of our segment. So Susan, it's wonderful for you to be, uh, wonderful to have you you with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to be here. It's been a, it's been a great blessing. Um, Veritatis Splendor Institute has been a great blessing in my life. And, and I think the lives of our pastors who have shared with me a lot about how that's transformed their parish as well. And so, um, so just really want to invite people to this great opportunity. Yep. Thank you very much. And we will um, hope that people will take advantage of that opportunity or at least look at, get on the website mm-hmm. and look and see what they're, what's there for them. So thank you very much. Thanks for Good having to see you, me. Susan. Thank yeah. you. You bet. Well, we're coming to the end of our time together um, in more ways than one. <laughs> um, so let's go back to our um, production assistant, and maybe he can give us an update on what's coming up in um, um, the, the shows in the weeks, in the days yeah, to come. Yeah, a lot of new stuff coming up next yep. week. Absolutely. Hey, hey, guys. Right As you were saying, right here on Real Presence Live, we're starting our first Monday edition, and we are very excited. Steve Splonskowski and Deacon Paul Trinan are coming to you live from Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. We'll talk about finding hope after the loss of a loved one through homicide, a new lay apostolate in the Winona, Rochester area, how we can be ambassadors for Christ in passing this truth on to others, and we'll speak with a newly ordained priest in the Bismarck Diocese. An exciting edition of Rio Presence Live coming up Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Boy, big, big, important stuff too. Yes, in this, uh, in the expansion of Real Presence Radio, um, the yeah, to um, every day of the week is an exciting um, thing for us coming because it's kind of the flagship part of, of um, you know, uh, Catholic Radio for our area. So we're grateful for that. Yeah, so. and it keeps expanding. So, yep. Well, thank you, Father. Um, I want to say goodbye to you, and because th- this is our last show with Andy, and sorry I get a little emotional, but. I want to thank you for wonderful experience, wonderful opportunity, and for being a part of this, getting this whole show off the ground here in Rapid City, Andy. It's been a great blessing. So thank thanks you. very much for your ministry. That's all we have for today at Real Presence Radio. We thank you for listening. Ask you to continue to support Real Presence Radio. Take care and God bless. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. 
Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.